Hello, everyone. Welcome to Trek to the Holodeck on KCRW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we re-upgraded from our uh, sponsors and network of Indiesaurus. You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. KCRW. KCRW. I'm more of a KPCC guy. KPCC is really great. But I don't know, guys. I love some KPFK over here. KPFK? KPFK? What you guys don't know about KPFK, do you? Oh, uh, we're not cool enough to know about KPFK. Sorry for everyone who does not live in LA. This is like very <laughs> exclusive public radio LA 90. talk. 90.7 <laughs> KPFK. It's actually, I think, a little bit better than both KCRW and KPCC. I I mean, I haven't listened to that one, but KCRW around one o'clock on the weekends oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. is yes. lit. It's that's, fucking insane how that's good it is. That's why I'm a KCRW guy. Yes. <laughs> because the, of yeah. that. The DJs yeah. in the middle yes. of the night are <laughs> the best. Yeah, anyway, they, I want to be clear, like, if you have a public radio <laughs> in your, which you do, you most listen, likely, you, must you 99% likelihood that you yeah. do, you need to listen to that stuff at the weirdest hours of the day. Because that's going to be the best over the air, use of the, the electromagnetic spectrum yes, yeah. in your region. It's great stuff. Me and my roommate, we would do, during the pandemic, we would do analog nights where we would turn off all of our phones, everything digital, We'd bring the radio in, turn on KCRW, and listen to KCRW and get shit-faced and play board games. And it was oh, the best. It was so it. great. What were we going to say, Darius? <laughs> oh, I was going to say, if you also, also, if you and you do have a PBS station in your area, watch that shit. There's some, there's some weird stuff on that, st- on that station sometimes. I remember when I was a kid, we, we like we we didn't have cable for a very long time. Oh my god, so hard, so hard, so difficult. But like that, which just meant we just watched a lot of good you know, shit. PBS, which is great stuff. Like I watched yeah. a lot of British sitcoms. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so good. I love that. Yeah, uh, the national or the public broadcast channel is showing um, British sitcoms. It also showed where 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 I was. It also showed Mystery Science Theater. I don't know how. They really? got that, those syndication rights, but it did. And so I would watch that with my dad. We watched Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mystery Science Theater I, seems like one of those like PBS-style shows until it really totally. took off, right? Like, I, yeah, then yeah. It, got, it really took off. I feel kind of bad off. that I didn't get to grow up on PBS. Like, I feel bad that I was exposed to Nickelodeon and all that bullshit. Even though yeah, I, but we, there's we some were good on, stuff. We, we also did Nick at Night. So Nick at Night Nick, really exposes Nick you to a lot of like old school fun shows. That's true. Watched a lot of TV Land also. TV Land. Watched yeah, a lot of TV one. Land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's interesting that the existence of TV Land, which should we explain that for I guess yeah, for people who don't know what TV Land is. It, it and you could correct me on this, but my recollection of it is like this is just like old TV from the 60s and 70s on Nickelodeon yep. late at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the existence well, it of wasn't that on has, it was its own channel. It was its own channel? Yeah. Oh, it's its own why channel. do I think? Anyways, okay, good. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like that basically made it so that an entire extra generation gets to feel nostalgic For leave about it to a Beaver. time period yeah. that they didn't even live in. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I missed those 60s and 70s. It's just like, you're, you're 27. Yeah, I'd <laughs> like, love Leave It to Beaver though. Leave It to Beaver, <laughs> The Honeymooners. Oh man, give it to me. It originally was a spinoff of Nick at Night. 
Oh, it was. Okay. Yeah. Exclusively See, I'm just older than you. Yeah, so. you're just older than me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, the like, no, it's 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 Nickelodeon. <laughs> right. The channel now airs a combination of it became its own channel eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And now it Incredible. airs a combination of recent and classic television series. And That's not my TV land. Originally scripted series and limited theatrical release movies. So they've upped their so game. I hate how every channel... Stop be, upping like, your game. Yeah, they started off as like, we're just really weird niche things. Like, cool, like Court TV used right. to be Court TV. <laughs> and now they're like, we create our own original content. Original like, well, that content. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> right. One of the stupid channel where yeah. you watch court stuff. It's like the Discovery <laughs> Channel or History yeah. Channel. It was like, yep. we can watch weird, dumb conspiracy shit, but now they're making reality TV shows and all this shit. I'm like, stop. Just give me the nature and the conspiracy stuff. That's all that yeah. I want. Just leave right. everything else alone. Now you got to go something like Zoo TV for that. Well, the thing is, like, YouTube basically has taken over conspiracy television. That's true, which is a yeah. shame because yeah. the... The production value isn't as good, you know, and it doesn't not have to go good. through QC and there's not as many people to be like, this is obviously bullshit. We can't do this one. This one has a shred of relevance. This one's complete bullshit. Yeah, there's, yeah like there's just enough here where we could say it was aliens. So we'll do this. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, we never introduced ourselves. Are we live? I'm Jan. I thought we were live. Aren't we live? Yeah, we went live. I did the KCRW bit. Yeah, we're doing app. We're doing episode. We're I'm in app. I'm Jan. And I'm Dylan. <laughs> and I'm I'm coastal elite tank top Darius. <laughs> I hope you're not coastal. listening to this episode for the first time because that is not who we are. It's so this confusing. Is, yeah, this is not a great start for us, especially starting out the episode talking about our especially, favorite public radio stations, <laughs> and then calling ourselves also because every once in a while, me and Jan can sound alike when it's just our voice. Yeah, so like um, people You're get confused. I'm, you saying I'm weird or something? I'm Darius, and I'm Jan, and actually I'm Jan. I'm I'm Dylan. We um, <clears throat> you just got to put a, a pitch shifter on me. You know, just make right. me a little right. squeak here, right. and then people will be like, "Okay, that's Jan. <laughs> little, that's, little I know that voice." Uh, today we watched a really, really wild episode called Moose Knuckle. And it, <laughs> sorry, my bad. It's called uh, what is it? Angel One. It's called Angel One, and it originally aired on January twenty fifth, nineteen eighty eight. Whoa, nineteen eighty eight. I was I was almost one years old when this came out. I was not even a twinkle in my parents' eyes. You weren't eye. even a thought. I wasn't even a thought. I wasn't even I was, a thought. Darius I was, was barely a thought. A thought. thought. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. See, I uh, I was born early enough to know that TV Land is all right. a, a segment all right. of Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> a block of Fine. Nickelodeon. Fine, Jan. You can have that one. You can have it. Um. So, you know, uh, go to your your uh, your dresser, open the drawer, uh, <laughs> takes that, take out your your sexiest man clothes. Like uh, it's like you, it's like you put a kimono into a robe with some like short shorts um, and like a jock strap too. and like a jock strap on top of the short shorts. Uh, yeah. And then just get like some ropes. Get yeah. Some get ropes. some ropes. Time around, Wrap it around your legs. Right, and cross yeah, like guard yourself. A cool ear thing, cool metal right. earring thing to put on. Right, I think right. it's pretty cool, actually. It though. is pretty. Cool. And then, honestly, they look great. Sorry. Yeah, 
And then, no, I was just going to say, like, realize that you wanted to spend a, a lazy Sunday afternoon on your couch. So you sit down, you flip on that television, and what channel is on? It's TV Land. TV oh, Land. I thought we were going to go into it. Okay, it's TV Land. But what's playing on TV Land? <laughs> An old episode of <laughs> Trek to the believe these simulations be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Now that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Dylan, I just wanted to put us... I just wanted to make sure the trick to the holodeck is on it's TV on land. TV land. Yeah. That's a good move. Can't, I thought we were going to have our own channel. That's what I was like. Eventually. Trek to the Holodeck eventually. channel. Okay. Eventually we will. We're going to we're going <laughs> to TV land Nick at night this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um I do got to say about these uniforms, man. Or sorry, these outfits. They're pretty banging. Uh the first thing that I thought is I I want uh the man the man servants outfit the one that's really iridescent what's his name uh trent trent oh poor trent uh <laughs> i want to have a beer with trent I want, trent seems like he's uh, been through the ring <laughs> you know trent trent really seemed like to me that when he walked in on Riker and um and what's her name some time uh, uh Bieta, the elected uh, one the elected uh, one yeah the elected one really felt like to me that trent was like that's my wife <laughs> Oh, All right, <laughs> I got a, I got a. He walked in. and He's like, "It's threesome time, right? We're no, about to fuck." This, and she was uh, like, "No." She, <laughs> she like, lingered. Oh. Yeah, he lingered. So I was like, "Are you going to invite me in, or <laughs> is this MFM, or is this just what FM? are we doing?" Okay. All right. Um, um, those are some episode, search terms for the listeners. <laughs> this episode was written by Patrick Barry. Oh, thank you, Pat. Yeah, and you want to take the directed by since sure. you got a, a long yeah. trivia about by, it? Yeah. Uh, it was directed by Michael Rhodes. This is his only episode of Star Trek directed. And it apparently his agent negotiated a package deal. Like he he, <laughs> he directed an episode of The Bronx Zoo, which I've never heard of. Maybe <laughs> it's on TV land. <laughs> and in the contract, he's like, and and he also has to direct a Star Trek. So he did. <laughs> Um, and apparently when he first met Gene Roddenberry, there was no script four days before the episode went into into production. That's awesome. First, first season TNG just sounds like nuts. Like being involved is just insane. I can't even, I don't even, I don't, there's probably more to this, but to me, what felt like happened was, uh, Paramount came to Gene Roddenberry's like, we got this guy. We wanted him to direct an episode of Bronx Zoo. He said he'd only do it if he could uh, do Star Trek. We're giving him an episode of Star Trek. And he showed up. And beforehand, Roddenberry was just like, I didn't read the rest of this, Dylan. Hold on. Uh, It was just like, no, I'm not giving him an episode. And so when he showed up, like there was a bunch of episodes that could happen. But Roddenberry was just like, no, there's no episode. There's no episode. Sorry, bro. Sorry. Come back later. Oh my! This kind of reminds me. Do you guys know who Doug Lyman is? Yeah, director. Yeah, yeah. kind of reminds me of how he works. 
He is a maniac. He, is he? Yeah. Like, the script is kind of, like, some days, like, a week before they go into production for a feature film, they won't have a script. And he'll just kind of vibe it out and, like, write the script on the day that they're shooting and, like, change <laughs> scenes and, like, just feel it out when they're shooting. That These are, like, big like action movies, too, which is yeah. insane. For everybody involved. <laughs> Yeah, it's completely nuts. <laughs> that sounds nuts. A, um, a little bit like uh, Terrence Malick, but everybody He's, in Terrence Malick's like circle cool knows like, yeah, that this, this is, is what, cool. how it works. Yeah. yeah, like some days he's just like, "Hey, we're just gonna vibe out. I'm just gonna shoot some stuff in the tree, see what happens," <laughs> yeah. you know. And Doug but, Lyman comes in and is like, "All right, we're blowing up a plane today. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Can we get that happening?" You guys like, "What are we blowing up? Plane? Yeah, I got a plane. I got a plane. Uh, <laughs> got a plane. Can you bring some explosives? Yeah, I got. We need a pilot. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I, training. I yeah, I can do that." <laughs> Do I jump out? Yeah, you jump out at the last second. I need a parachute. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, he directed the first Born movie, right? Yeah, Doug Liman, and then yeah. Paul Greengrass took over, and he's like, "This is too legible. Yeah. I need somebody to just put their hand on the camera and shake it as much as yeah. possible." <laughs> Whenever I think about somebody shaking a camera, there's this behind-the-scenes footage that comes to mind, and it was the Star Trek movie. The J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie. Oh yeah, and yeah, it's he's holding the mag, the film mag, and he's just fucking shaking it as hard as he can on set. And whenever I watch that, I'm just like, "Yep." That's I also JJ think of just shaking think the of camera. J.J. Like Abrams shaking the camera and being like, "There's not enough flashlights here. You take a flashlight. You take, you take a, flashlight, a flashlight. You take a flashlight. We're getting these lens flares in there." <laughs> I love I love early film JJ. He was so unhinged and just was having a blast. I mean, MI three, uh, which I like, unwatchable. Liked, I'm sorry, I liked a lot because uh, basically mostly because of um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hoffman. Yeah, uh, but like rewatching that movie, it's like this is how this is shot insanely. It's unwatchable. I tried it's, to watch it and I was like, the story's rad. I'm getting a headache though. I yeah. literally can't see anything that's going on. Yeah. It's nuts. Um, yeah, that was anyways, in movie theaters. That was in theaters, guys. <laughs> that was that was a and it's box box office hit in. It's theaters. regarded <laughs> by a lot of Mission Impossible people as one of the best. And whenever I mean, they say is, that, I'm like, when was the last time you watched it? You have to watch it again. Yeah, and did tell you me you're not going to get motion sickness, or did you watch the movie? Because yeah. like. <laughs> The script is good, and it a is. lot of it works. It's actually cut in an interesting, not cut like it's it. The way the story is told is yeah. really interesting. It's just like visually, yeah, like the camera work. <laughs> you can't is just, watch it. It's really difficult. It reminds me of Quantum of Solace, which is like I think a few couple years later. Which is mm -hmm. like, what are the, why are you making these choices? <laughs> and it is that Bay like Michael Bay, just like fun, pure fun. Yeah. They don't yeah. even. Uh, Anyway. Rhodes uh, previously worked with Will Wheaton in a 1981 after-school special. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like an innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> according to Will Wheaton, Rhodes had several arguments with the rest of the cast while filming Angel One, and it's probably this is the reason why he didn't get asked to direct another episode of Star Trek. Even though he That's tried to, dream. he tried to renegotiate a bunch of other contracts so that he could have. <laughs> He's just doing like a, he's doing like a trade up sort of situation. Like, all right, if you can get me in the Bronx Zoo, then I can probably negotiate a bundle deal where I get TNG. Right. Through that, I'll get uh, right back into the after school special game because right. Will Wheaton. He's like, I just want to get back to the back for specials. I like to imagine it's like a it's like a, um, a round table. Uh, 
like interview with Michael Rhodes. He's just directed a giant blockbuster film. Like, so like, what was your career like? How did you get here? He's like, yeah, I started with a paperclip. And uh, from there, I traded up to a camera. From the camera, I traded up to a director spot. From there, I directed this uh, after-school special that had in its contract that I get to do. I get an opportunity to direct a Bronx Zoo episode. But when I renegotiated the Bronx Zoo episode, I also got to do an episode of Star Trek, and that right there launched my career. <laughs> well, I, when I first read, when you read the trivia, I thought it was he desperately wanted to direct an episode of the Bronx Zoo and they were like you got to you got to direct an episode of Star Trek for us though yeah if you want if you want in on Bronx Zoo you got to get into the shit show going on in yeah, TNG yeah, yeah. Gene Roddenberry's like doesn't even have any scripts Bron- Bronx Zoo is no our scripts. golden goose Bronx yeah. Zoo is the golden goose and we got to see if you can you can do an episode of Star Trek all right i i've now googled Bronx Zoo cuz i can't not know what's going on with that it it's an american drama television series directed by Alan Arkush and Paul Lynch that aired on NBC from March 19th, 1987 to June 29th, 1988. It lasted oh. two seasons before cancellation. <laughs> oh, Jesus. First season was eight episodes and the was second like, season was 20... Oh, was, no, did they mind. just take this... Uh, did they just take this like plot from the whole series and make uh, Honey, I Bought a Zoo or whatever? <laughs> yeah, we bought was. a zoo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was maybe a true crime thing about like a monkey who murdered like a, a lion or something and they're trying to uh, find out which monkey it is in the Bronx Zoo. And unfortunately, guys, it's none of those things. Oh. Elderly white principal of a Bronx high school that's in a rough black and Latino neighborhood tries oh, to keep yeah. everyone's spirits up despite having to deal with unmotivated teachers and disinterested students. That sounds The terrible. fact that they call it the Bronx Zoo. That's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. Uh. <laughs> Good lord. Well, thank you, Michael Rhodes, for. Ed, I don't. I Ed, don't really know. By the way, Ed Asner was the lead in this. Really? Yeah, he's the principal. Oh my god! Whoa, that's kind of incredible, actually. Okay. Um, well, yeah. The music uh, was by uh, our good old friend, uh, Return of the Mac. Danny Mac. Danny Mac. Danny Mac. Danny Mac. Danny Mac. Danny Mac. We, got, we definitely got some uh, some original series uh, vibes from yeah. it as well. Danny mm-hmm. Mac does a good job uh, in sp- uh, being inspired by Ron Jones. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, I mean, I wish I wish just were straight up a Ron Jones joint. Right, he would have he would have <laughs> sauced up those romantic scenes. Oh I my think. god, it would have been up to twelve. Oh my, they got to rescore yeah. this. I want to see a rescored version of Angel One, where he, where it just goes Ron Jones hard. remastered with Ron yeah. Jones hard. Yeah, hard. the original rejected soundtrack of Ron, Ron Jones. Ronnie Jam, I'm gonna need you to go hard. I'm gonna need you to go hard on this one. What did you say? I need you to go hard. I'm gonna need you to go hard, hard on this one. Sorry, guys. I just had this uh, this fantasy of. Getting in touch with Ron Jones uh-huh. and commissioning him <gasps> to, to score the theme music for Holy the heck of a shit. holodeck. I don't know okay. how much that would it would be probably we a, very expensive. We need to send the email first of all. And yeah. then we need to find out how much it's gonna cost. And then yeah. once we know how much it's gonna Go cost, <laughs> we do a GoFundMe, we do a Patreon, we do whatever we need to be cut to, to like get that. We gotta 
we got to try to use the connections that we have. We have somebody who we know somebody who's worked on a Star Trek show. She right. probably knows somebody who's worked on a, one of the older Star Trek shows. <laughs> that person might know who somebody knows Ron Jones. I, you know, I also we got to work like the maybe, system. I also feel like maybe just sending an email to like whatever email we can find for Ron Jones could could produce some results. I feel could like enough. Ron Jones might be like, yeah, I'll do that. That sounds Only great. If, <laughs> I think the real selling point here is we need to make, uh, you know those uh, 90s bootleg concert tees of rappers yeah. with like their name on it and stuff? We need to make those for all of the music, all right. of the composers. All the composers. Right. Yeah. We also, I, that's a great idea, Jan. And for some reason, I thought you were going to say we commission, not commission, but we like start uh, a drive in order to get like a Hollywood Bowl concert of like Star Trek <gasps> in review oh with all of the composers God. like coming yes. up and doing like their hits. <laughs> that would be, you know what? People would fucking come watch that. They shit. would. They, they would, would come out in droves. Oh my God. Like you give like they Ron Jones would. four songs. You give like Dennis McCarthy four songs. You know, yeah. it's just like, <laughs> oh my God. We get we get um uh, uh you know Vegas lounge singer to do to and and freaking uh, Avery Brooks to come oh out and do a God. duet. Oh. Paramount Plus, if you're listening, do not steal this, this idea. Without we have the best live show for you. The <laughs> best live Star Trek experience. And, and it, it would sell out because the, whenever Absolutely. they do those Trek announcements at the Hollywood Bowl, those sell out. This yeah. would yeah. sell out. No mm -hmm. question. Yeah. I already have tracks in mind Guaranteed. For, for all of these four. Yeah. four <laughs> I've already bought tickets. I yeah, bought tickets. I'm front row. <laughs> I've been tickets. to the show. It's great. I've, I've time traveled. I'm just. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> we do we do a live episode right beforehand oh in God. the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We have to talk about the episode. We, we have, do we have to talk about, about it, and you're gonna have to do a recap first. I, me? Okay. Yeah. I think it's you. Okay, Mark's done I got it, it recently. Yeah. All right. I've so re well. ready whenever you are. Okay. So they show up at this planet and they're like, some of our old homies from years ago got stranded on this planet. So they go down to the planet and they're like, oh, it's a matriarchy. All the women are in power and they treat men like dog shit. And uh, they just want to get these guys out of the, out of, they just want to get the people. They want to save their people. Uh, and the matriarchy is like, nah, dude, fuck you. They're men. They're bad. Uh, so eventually they find them and they, somebody bangs. Sorry, uh, uh, Riker bangs. Definitely, <laughs> definitely bangs. Um, <laughs> and just quickly give us what the B plot um, is. Oh my God, I forgot. About, the B plot is about a virus that, <laughs> that Wesley and his friend that we never see again get from the holodeck and it starts infecting everyone. And then they Somehow. fix it, and it's literally only a plot point so that they can't transport the people off the planet. That's the only reason that the yeah. B-plot exists. I, they need, they need to get them off the planet, but they can't because there's an uncontrolled spread of a virus. The, we also the get to moment see, that that happened, I was like, We also like, get oh. to see Sir Patrick Stewart pretend to be sick. And it's incredible great. stuff. Yes. The camp there is so great, especially at the end where mm -hmm. he's, he's saying... Uh, I gotta say, this episode was really funny. There was a lot of really good jokes. Uh, particularly, Worf had a great showing in this episode. Oh, yeah. the, the particularly, coughs. the sneezes were good, but my favorite line was right at the beginning when they're like, 
it's an oligarchy and all the women are in power and Matriarchy. well no they called it an oligarchy did they really call yes it an oligarchy? they called it an oligarchy something which, oligarchy they put the, which, a qualifier in front of it but i yeah they did yeah um but <laughs> Worf like walks up from the back like right over picard's shoulder and just says uh klingons appreciate strong women and then just walks away and he doesn't wait for any response he just blanket turns around and goes to his console <laughs> it's so fucking weird guys just, just so you I, know man i'm really excited we can't get too off track with this but i just want to throw in that i i'm excited to see Worf and picard it's oh me fun. too oh yeah they're catching in they're catching in they've they're strung us along in. for two seasons and they're like all right here's the nostalgia this is what y'all wanted let's go I wonder what it's going to be, like, what the intention... I mean, I have no idea. Season two, is, I'm enjoying quite a bit. Uh, it's basically Voyage Home, but with the next generation. And no whales. Uh, but, yeah, we'll... we'll yeah. I'm curious. I, I, I heard that Will Wheaton's not making an appearance, and he was pretty chill about it, but I would be disappointed if I were him. They couldn't find a... They I, couldn't slot him in. Why not? Yeah, I'm surprised, because out of anyone, he would be the first one that would be down to come back immediately, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like, and he does all the post-show stuff, yeah. talk stuff. And right. Maybe he's got a secret and, cameo that we don't know about. Yeah, maybe he's being chill about it. And Wesley went off to, you know, be a mortal. So <laughs> what he the came fuck back. does Wesley do, actually? I don't even know. How, what does he do? He came he back gets, to Starfleet, I think. Oh, did he? Okay. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, uh -oh. it's 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 like in a deleted scene of Star Trek Nemesis, the worst Star Trek movie. Uh, but he shows up for Deanna and Will's wedding. He's he's oh, there. That's cool. Yeah. Remember, he goes off with that like thing. the traveler, the yeah. traveler. Oh yeah, you're right. That's he's like weird. the a groomer. The traveler's grooming <laughs> yeah. Will Wheaton. He's like, hey, you're really good with technology. Oh god. Want to hang out? Oh god. We'll oh, go everywhere uh, you want to go. No. <laughs> Beverly's no. like one of my favorite. <laughs> one of my favorite parts of this episode is when Jordy gets thrown into the captain's chair and tries Incredible. on... Uh, <laughs> Make it so. Make it so. Make it so. <laughs> I feel like when... It, in this context, in the year 2022 of our Lord, it, it was weird. And you're like, that was super weird. But I feel like in 1988, that was like some super fan service -y shit. And people were like... yeah. Whoa. I mean, it's like it's only 13, 14 episodes into the series, and I, it's guess, like, yeah. I think I think it's fan servicey for for Jordy. I think Jordy's so excited yeah. to be able to get to say make it sell. Like it's his first time in the chair. <laughs> Why right. not, man? It's fucking it's, dope. And it's apparently it's one of two times he's ever in the chair in Star Trek. Really? Yeah, isn't that times? weird? Would expect it uh, more. Yeah, the other time is uh, during the Arsenal of Freedom, which is another episode, I think, in the first season. I don't know. Have uh, you guys uh, have you guys seen the um, the uh, ads that just they throw at you constantly for the Star Trek uh, phone, uh, yeah. where uh, Levar Burton's in a captain's chair? So I'm sorry. There's a Star <laughs> Trek phone. What is happening? There's a phone game. Oh, phone a phone game. game. I thought you. Yeah, I thought they're making command a ship. Okay. We could okay. all have little ships and fight each other with those ships. That sounds pretty cool, yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, I guess there's also that episode of Voyager where Geordi is commander of a galaxy class starship, the Odyssey. I think it's called yeah. the Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is um, so, it's interesting because like he's not he shifts away from command track to engineering, so it's weird that he would go back to command go back track. To command. Yeah, yeah. It, um, 
one Let's of my, talk about down on that planet because I feel like that's yeah, gonna take up a lot of time. That's what I wanted to talk about, <laughs> and this is like such a minor. The only like not the only good thing, uh, but there was a line that Riker had that I actually really really liked, and it was when um, uh, Data is like Data is like, what if they're gonna be pieces of shit? Like what what if they attack us or something? And Riker's like, let's not look for problems. Just fucking relax. Yeah, like, that's great. Don't jump the gun. And I was like, that's like a such a minor line that I feel like I I hate to be this guy, but like newer Trek doesn't do very often. Where it's like, mm-hmm. let's chill. Let's not look for aggression. Let's try to come at this peacefully. And if it does happen, we'll deal with it then. You know. I th- yeah, I, I think you're right. It's it, and and it's really especially for 1988. Cool that. Yeah. yeah, Riker's and the Riker, the most like probably the most masculine, like traditionally masculine character on the show. Like yeah. he's a tall, buff dude. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just like chill, be chill. And he, I like how much he, they emphasize his interest in diplomacy. Like, yeah, I mean, I wore feathers this yeah. one time. I wore a fur thing. I love. That. I was about to. I was about to bring this up though because like, yeah, he says all that stuff, but like. Uh, ma- big majority of of his like want to do this is because it's a hot, hot woman yeah yeah exactly. he's like and like and who knows you know i might have to and bang the whole, her. i mean i will the whole, <laughs> I have to. the whole thing of like uh of like yar and troy being like what are you doing and he's like does this have anything to do with the fact that she's also very attractive what <laughs> basically oh, that to me was like them being like are you jealous and I'm like, come on, they're Starfleet officers. Yeah. They know what they're doing. It's they're not jealous about this. Like, I gotta say, for an episode that is like, what would happen if uh, women were in charge? This feels incredibly sexist. The whole thing is. just feels it is. super. It absolutely fucked. is. They blew it. <laughs> they blew it. <laughs> they blew <laughs> the opportunity. Uh, it was. It, it. It's actually to me very reminiscent of Code of Honor in the sense, like we're gonna say something about race we're gonna say something about sexism <laughs> yeah. so cool what are you gonna say i don't know this is just a depiction of it basically yeah we're just <laughs> like gonna this, flip the script like, basically we're just doing discovery, the script thing. discovery with the orion wasn't amazing but at least they did a better job way better like yeah yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. like they were bad guys but like kind of cool bad guys this one they were just like assholes and to me it just kept reading like this is what would happen if women were in charge. This is what would happen if women were in charge. This is what would happen if women were in charge. And I was like, okay, I got, this is I, So weird. I got to read you this this big chunk of trivia. I know it's please, a lot, but please, like, please, please, it's please. such an interesting insight into that Gene Roddenberry brain. Oh, please. Uh, so, you know, the episode was conceptualized by Patrick Berry, Gene Roddenberry, and Herbert J. Wright. Wright was wary that the concept of a matriarchal society had been too overdone. Quote, so one of the major issues that we didn't want to do was an Amazon women kind of thing where the women are six feet tall with steel D cups. I said, the hit I want to take on this is apartheid so that the men are treated as though they are blacks of South Africa. Make it political. Sexual overtones, yes, but political. Well, that didn't last very long. Everything that Gene got involved with had to have sex in it. It's so perverse that it's hard to believe. The places it was dragged into is absurd. We were talking about how women would react, and Gene was voicing all the right words again, saying, oh, yes, we've got to make sure that women are represented fairly, because, after all, women are probably the superior sex anyway. 
And it's real important we don't get letters from feminists because we want to be fair and we don't want to infer that women have to rule by force if they do rule because men don't have to rule by force. You know, very sensible stuff. All of a sudden, something (laughs) kicks in and he changes. (laughs) His voice becoming increasingly louder. However, we also don't want to infer that it would be a better society (laughs) if women ruled. Roddenberry continued that this was because women were untrustworthy, vicious creatures, which he angrily blurted out in a torrent of hateful verbiage. Oh, my God. Concluded right. Then he looks out the window, looks at the outline and says... Okay, on page eight, <laughs> continues like that didn't even happen. Gene Roddenberry sounds that whole Psychopath. situation that sounds like he's like a serial killer of women. That like outside of like this flip that switches, you're like, oh, he's a nice guy, and then like all of a sudden, just like incel, boom. <laughs> I just want. I think you just gotta I, remember he's married to Majel Barrett slash Waxana Troy. That's so true. He's just like she's, he's just like this is my fucking wife. I love her so much. She's just so fucking vicious. I just want. To, I like when you're reading this. I was imagining Orson Welles drunkenly sitting in a chair saying, "However, we don't want to infer that the, the society with women would be better. Better. They're untrustworthy, <laughs> vicious <better>. creatures." <laughs> anyway. And page 10. <laughs> On page 8. Oh, I love it. Such a strange person, that Gene Roddenberry. How can a person be so right about so many things and, and so, so wrong, wrong about so many things? The thing that I take, like, I, I find a little bit of hope in is, like, maybe he was just duping all of us, but despite his uh, societal programming to make Ferengis have huge dicks and everything to be about <laughs> sex... He at least tried. He was like, this is the better of society. I have my that, dick, my huge dick fetish over here, but I also want what, society to be better. What we just read was like was like the battle, the internal battle of 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 Gene Roddenberry that just somehow mm-hmm. made its way out. Where he's just yeah. like he's having no, these arguments in his women head. Women are not better, but they they could be. They are they better. Be, they I are don't, better. Gene, I love Gene, women so don't much. be misogynistic. They're vicious don't be misogynistic. <laughs> He's just having like, like a, a Jekyll moment, moment, you know, where the, yeah. ang- the camera angle changes. Like, women's <laughs> are better. I'm yes, also yes. if this if this guy if this came out today, Roddenberry canceled, canceled. fired, canceled, immediately. canceled. Absolutely. Which may be rightfully so, because that's an insane fucking thing to say. Insane. It's crazy. What's it's happened insane. there? God. Oh my god. Huge dicks. Huge, um, <laughs> so like, also you know we get this like uh fr- not freedom fighter moment, but like hey we fa- we found these guys <sighs> because of the platinum like, <laughs> it, and, and it was like, like no we want to live here we love it here we love it. <laughs> it was such a nice guy thing. It was like look at this freedom fighter guy, the guy who's pushing back against the bad women. Yeah, I was like, it's, okay, it's, man. It was so hard for me to get a read on this. Like, for one thing, that guy, that guy's MacGyver. He just has yeah. a MacGyver <laughs> hairstyle, yeah. and I, I love that he's just like his fugitive decision was like, I'm gonna find a cave, go to camp, the camp for seven <laughs> years, hang out, 
Got my got my babe. She's the second in command of all this planet. Got my Can't babe. don't see a problem there. <laughs> the one thing I think they did do a good job of though is that twist. Because like from the beginning when you're twist. watching this, you're like, oh, that's the one that does that like wants yeah, them she, to be punished hard. Like she's more traditional. Then, yeah. Right. And then like out of nowhere, you're like, oh no. Like <laughs> yeah. she's masking. Yeah. Yeah. She's overcompensating. <sighs> I just, just, just the you know what I think this would be a good time to pop in and and talk and talk about the the science, science of this virus going around on this ship. Yeah. So let's yeah. let's bring in our senior science correspondent. Okay, so it's time to bring in our senior science correspondent, Lodare, straight from Sao Paulo, Earth. Uh, thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me again. Of course. We know so nothing look, about science, so we yeah. we desperately need a, a scientist's help. We are what's just that line? From, what's dumb the thing himbos. from Always Sunny? Like it, that doesn't sound right, but I don't know enough about science to dispute it. That's <laughs> yeah. that's that's basically us watching every Star Trek episode. That doesn't sound, sound right. right. <laughs> um, well, look. I I know that you're more in the biological side of things, but the thing that really stood out for me, maybe you might have some some perspective on it, was when they apparently that planet doesn't have any platinum on it, and that just sounds extremely unlikely to me that a planet wouldn't have anything of an element. Do do you know? Like what? What is the likelihood of that? Oh, platinum is a made-up element, right? I don't know. Is is it a real element? Yeah, it's totally a real. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe uh, we it's don't not. even know. <laughs> like, no, doesn't sound right. Platinum is definitely on the periodic table of elements. Okay. Okay. I was pretty sure it was. Like yeah. I said, that it really seems... isn't my my field, so I'm not sure right. I could answer that accurately. Yeah. What about? Could... I could see, I could see, I mean, again, I know nothing about science, but that just doesn't sound right. Um, I could see a planet not having platinum on it. Like, that, that would make sense to me. Like, the Big Bang yeah. threw a bunch of things out all over the place. Doesn't mean that a, every planet's going to get equal distribution, distribution of elements. Exactly. So, like, yeah, when when stuff when stardust gathers and a, a star like ignites and stuff, it it's possible sometimes. Like, there's like, no, we're not doing platinum in this system, or in this. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. I'm more Apparently. curious about mm-hmm. the virus. If, if well, of course you are, because it's the actual science thing. Well, I, I just wanted to throw a freaking <laughs> gear in the wrench. I'm just more curious about the virus because uh, if the past two years has taught us anything. If there's a virus, you probably want to quarantine everyone and wear a mask. <laughs> so uh, Beverly Crusher is just walking around super willy-nilly with this virus. Is that Look, safe? you have to be fair to Beverly Crusher here in this episode because the first thing I noticed was, like, she's really competent. She, she knows uh-huh. it's a virus, like Pulaski. She knows what a virus is. See, it's really easy to, to, determine, that, to determine that. So, yeah. So it's pretty rare that a, a doctor on Star Trek is completely competent, is what you're implying there, Lodair, is that she, she knows <laughs> exactly. exactly what's going on. And she isolates, she does isolate the, those students that were in that trip. I don't know why they call it a trip, because it's like a holodex excursion. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how you take a field trip. That's how you take a field trip on, on uh, Enterprise, on a you go into the holodeck. Yeah. Right? 
and get a virus from the holiday. Dylan, Bummer, my, dude. My, my answer there, and we just didn't see it, this is my headcanon for it, is like personal force fields. And Fucking I don't know, bullshit. I don't Come know why on, they just didn't man. personalize force field everybody. Just like, <laughs> just like everyone put your force field on. Cause like that's, well, that's cause like put your bubble on. <laughs> you, you know that like there's a, there's a, a lieutenant who's just like, oh yeah, no, I don't do personal force fields. <laughs> it's just like, cause like you don't, yeah, I mean, you use force field every once in a while, but like having one around you, like think about this. Our body is meant to have its own magnetic it's field. To and we have a f- <laughs> It's yeah, it's yeah, it's I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I just want to say, like, if if Riker told me to wear a, a, a personal Ferris field, I would do it. But the fact that it's it's uh, Beverly Crusher, no, not doing it. I yeah, don't, I don't trust. Well, yeah, Dylan's right. If I was you know, they should be wearing masks, but yeah, they don't. So yeah, <laughs> maybe they should have invisible masks. Maybe they're wearing the masks with their face on it. You know, like people do, and we just technology's can't tell. gotten advanced enough. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it's just a I, little. It's like the she has her coat on, so it's all safe. Yeah, yeah. She, she never gets sick, never right? Gets, Does she ever no, get sick? She I had a question. Maybe I'm just wrong here, but does this only infect men? I th- I was trying to tie this to the plot, and it, it wasn't happening. But do oh. women get infected with this, or is she just vibing and like that? It's not infecting just her. I didn't know it's too honest. Yeah, that's okay. interesting. It's but interesting right because I think Dylan, you're right that we never see a woman get infected with it. But it says that it's it's affecting a third of the. And that they're worried that it could infect the whole ship. So, like, exactly. yeah, maybe. I don't know. Why? Why is she not worried about herself, though? This is my main concern. Is She's a doctor. She should be. Yeah. I mean, but shouldn't she be? Sorry, the mask thing. I just can't get over it. I don't know what. She's just like, yeah, I'm gonna I get guess this my, virus. I guess my big question on this is like, what is is there any scientific like um, uh, precedent? For a virus that makes itself smell really good, so that you just like inhale it. <laughs> That's bullshit. To be honest, it sounds like bullshit. Okay. <laughs> yes, we got a bullshit. You know, a virus is a very small particle, right? Like really, really small, right. really, really small. A virus is a very simple particle. So it has proteins and DNA or or, or RNA. So yeah, it's not complex. Normal like molecules yeah. are complex, I, a little complex. I feel like, but, well, I feel like it would be more of like a spore that would like do that for itself. Exactly, it's like a, yeah, and a spore wouldn't be a virus, right? So yeah, I don't know. That's kind. That sounds like bullshit to me. Another thing. Okay, I, I have a crazy question. Could I don't even know if this could work, but. <laughs> Could you like uh, biomechanically engineer a virus to smell like vanilla or like smell like something real good so people sniff it and then get a virus? Well, I don't know to be honest because, like I said, the virus is a very simple, simple particle. It's not even a life form, right? It's like a very simple structure. So, and uh, vanilla, I don't know, we'll have the structure of vanilla. And you have to see if there's a new way to incorporate the virus into the structure of vanilla. So, yeah. 
So you, you're, there is, or you're saying you would go ahead, Darius. There's Sorry. a true. This is a true story, and I don't know the, all the all the. I watched. A, a, they did a docu series, like a, a docu drama. It's not you know like they acted it all out and shit. But in England, mm-hmm. there was like a terrorist attack, basically, where they brought in this bioweapon, which I don't think I know if it was a virus or if it was a if it was a bacteria, but they put it. They brought it in in a perfume bottle, and ended up like killing a guy with it like um i think like a uh uh politician with it and then threw it away and it Whoa. made its way like three counties up and like <gasps> this like druggy couple like the woman finds it and like brings it in and then ends up dying from the exact same thing and they don't know where this has actually touched so they have to like quarantine and like shut a bunch of places down in england um this is like a historical thing so like I don't think you can bioengineer a virus to smell like something, but you could throw it in perfume. Exactly, exactly. That's 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 accurate. You can put a virus into a suspension, a suspension like a perfume, and Damn. throw it there. But a virus that has just... a smell. And another thing that really jumped out to me again. Well, or for, again, or for the first time, depending on, on, on your point of view, Star Trek tweets an inoculant as though it was a cure. Inoculation is basically vaccination. It's the introduction yes. of antigenic particles into the system to produce immunity. immunity. That's not that's, that's to prevent a disease, cure. not to treat a disease. Yeah. That's one of my biggest most infuriating like this movie's science bullshit things that bothers me it just bothers me the most when people talk about curing viruses like that it, yeah. it, in every movie where it happens i'm just like i'm out i'm checked out because you don't understand the basics of how, how this works. stuff works like if i know this you know and i'm an idiot <laughs> especially now <laughs> yeah like uh so yeah i agree like and, and it's just whenever something like star trek does it i was like come on guys you don't just have like that one person on the just like that episode of voyager but my macrocosm i guess that microvirus yeah. episode <laughs> where they try they should, it's like uh, a, a vaccine is a cure no it's not not that makes me think that that virus should have had a smell the macrocosm <laughs> virus that should have had a smell. Real stinky That's smell. Really, I don't know what it would one. be. It should have smelled like Neelix is cooking or something. And another <laughs> thing, the final thing that... Oh, wow. Neelix cooking, man. No. No. The virus would be smarter than that. He would not mix it itself with Neelix cooking. And the final uh, thing... That, well, is there... That, yeah, go ahead, Lodair. Sorry. The final thing that's really, you know, I was like, how the virus travels. She says that the virus travels through the air, which seems okay, but she's ruled she's ruled out person-to-person contact. So how does that happen? Yeah. <laughs> How can it travel through the air but not through person-to-person person contact? Like contact? it's suspending, suspending the air. I don't know. Suspended in the air. Where did it? Where it's did like, it I come don't touch. from? I don't do touch. <laughs> like, I know that's not science, but like, where did it come exactly, from? Exactly. That's another right? thing. Uh, basically, the whole of that created the virus. That's what they're playing here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's frustrating. Because it's always it's starts with Wesley's trip into the holodeck. 
Yeah, which this is one of the one of the situations where like what it okay, so it created this virus. It must have actually instead of using force fields and stuff like that, like it must have replicated this virus. <laughs> right? That's that's the way it can live off of uh, outside of the holodeck. <laughs> it yeah. feels like there needs to be an investigation. Like either did somebody engineer this? In the hall, like, is there, is this, there's somebody doing like a Wuhan lab? <laughs> and I know that's not a real thing to be very clear. Yeah. That's not how Wuhan lab conspiracy, co- but, you know, yeah. <laughs> but there starts- probably is somebody on the enterprise who's like, you know where this virus came from? The right? Wesley Crusher. The they were in the holodeck. <laughs> Wesley Crusher was in the holodeck that doing some experiments. Sense, <laughs> the holodeck doesn't do that. It just uses, pre- it uses transport. We have to find out the truth virus. about this virus. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. man. Incredible. Nah, man. It's all a crusher conspiracy, man. It all started with Wesley being working on the bridge, and he's just working his way up. (laughs) The only thing to do is the virus to kill everyone so that he can take my place. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, I think that's a lot of, like, great insight. Um, And thank you for calling out the bullshit, Lodair. I really appreciate it. And thanks for making the time, as always, from your busy space. Thank you for having me. And again... Of course. We, are, we are available every time there's bad science I'll be here yeah whenever our little bullshit little meter goes <laughs> little off bullshit. yeah we're like something's wrong about this <laughs> don't feel right <sighs> man okay. I still don't fully understand what happened I know we just talked about neither it neither do I it's, it's just uh, confusing the virus the first thing I thought when Wesley got sick was Wesley's got COVID and yeah. I was like oh no Wesley's gonna die of a respiratory oh, no. disease. I think his friend did die because we'd never <laughs> see him again. His pal that he was hanging out with in the holodeck. I thought he got pneumonia or something because they were in the snow and then they show yeah. a shot of him sweating and I'm like, did he get pneumonia in the fucking holodeck? Like, what? what's happening? Holodeck glitches, man. <laughs> but, okay, well, I'm going to take this opportunity to, to just point some things at some notes here. There's a shot of the tricorder opening that takes about two hours do you guys remember this? Where this very slowly, it's a s- extreme close-up shot of the tricorder opening, and it—I don't know why, don't but it this. just really stuck out to me. They um, needed to make the episode longer. Like, just yeah, they're like, we need there. about two more seconds, and we can hit commercial. So that in there. Um, uh, Let's hop into the. I want to take Trent out for a beer. Oh, poor Trent. I just want to figure out what's going on with that guy. He seems so sad all the time. Yeah. They got a little dude. They got a a tiny dude. And they cast all tall women. Yeah, Trent. I do like the the uniforms that they had going on. They kind of like bulged up the nuts. Like the cod piece was like... Oh, for sure. Elevated. Because I I guess the idea is it's like in our culture because of the patriarchy women are like i have to wear like a busty thing like yeah. i gotta you know boost myself up yeah men are like i gotta boost my my junk up That's so funny. also that personal relaxation light what oh is it called? my god Albanian, the salt the salt it was a salt lamp it was a salt <laughs> like uh ma'am you ordered a sex light i mean uh <laughs> No, no Rice ordered a sex light. that was a gift from Ricard. Yeah, he yeah, comes right in and he's from- like, hey, Trent, thanks for bringing me that sex light, pal. <laughs> I mean, Albanian whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, no, that was definitely a uh, Riker. So I want one of those. It looks so cool, that shiny metal thing it surface. It really cool. Let me turn on my lamp. Ink. 
All right. Uh, all right. Should okay. we go into the archives? Archives. Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Enterprise D. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. No, you. Hold on, hold on, so, hold on, guys, hold on. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. And they're about, wait. they're about to get it open. They're about. No, Lopez, you, you need to take over. You need lock. to take over. They're gonna get the hole. They're the gonna get the locked. door open. Okay, no, I'm sorry, uh, you I am can't holding. Come in. I'm so no worries. sorry. But both of you can take a break, as I have the strength of three of you. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm sorry, Beverly. Uh, we're it, we're biz. The door's not opening. I don't know what's happening. Something's broken, and we're not getting sick. So don't worry about it. We're not getting yeah. sick. You this. W- we're quar- you guys are quarantined technically. Yeah. We yeah. we are isolated from you. Mm. Uh, this is actually very easy. Oh, well, you uh, can- computer uh uh can we get um uh Oasis program number 34? Accessing. Do you want a drink, Lopec? I was going to maybe get I some love coconut a drink. drink. Okay. You get one of those extremely curly straws, and yeah. you can drink out of that. Well, do you, you want, want one that says just... your name? I would yeah. love it to you say want, my name. one that says Lopec on it? I would love it to, yes, have Lopec. Yeah, that would Lopec? be great. Computer, can I get a Mai Tai with a curly straw that says Lopec? Yeah. Um, computer, can I get one of, like a, one of those really big tropical drinks like the ones that are like the fishbowl could i have a fishbowl please thank you computer can i have a water thank you what are you doing Spe- speaking of things that look like fishbowls uh-huh. yeah why why did you get why a didn't water you get a drink tom oh well i figure everyone's getting sick and pretty soon someone's gonna have to take over the chair so you know i don't want to be drunk when when it's my turn to to captain the enterprise well, it'll that's... probably be data. I bet. I bet they will bring data back on board. And yeah, he'll just he, do it. Yeah, he won't get right. But like, we got to go through all of the lines of who's next in line. Then, then that person gets sick. Then that person gets sick, and then data becomes. But he's second officer. Yeah. yeah, he's like he's second officer. You're way lower than that. You're not. You're never gonna get to. There's be like 800 captain. people ahead of you. Data's not like here right now. We don't know how fast. We don't know how fast this virus is gonna spread. I want to make sure that I'm in tip-top shape to command the Enterprise if I have to. I think all technically, right. Pert's like a higher ensign than I you are. So. Like, I have, yeah, but Pert I might like get sick. Another half also, <laughs> if Pert becomes captain, he's drunk. They're not going to let him be captain. You've seen how confident I am when I'm drunk. He's I, actually I, better at I'm his job. I'm better when I'm drunk. drunk. Yeah. When we fly the... Yeah, but that's uh, still Starfleet Starfleet protocol. Doesn't, but who's going to check him? Nobody's going to check him. You know Everybody's that when busy. we fly the shuttle, I'm really a lot better when I'm drunk. He really you know is. this. Remember that time where we were coming back from Risa and we were both, like, I had had 53 drinks, yeah. which is the equivalent of, like, 18 mm-hmm. for you guys. Um, and I don't and think the you, math checks out. It doesn't matter. Look, <laughs> this is delicious. Uh, I, the, the replicator clearly made something that is Vulcan strength. Um, and then <laughs> Pert drove us back. We got there. We were going, like, warp four, but it felt like warp six. Like, that was nuts. We were going warp six. Oh, how did you get the shuttle to warp six? I don't know. I black out when I get super drunk and, right. and drive the shuttle. And I my blackout self must know something about those shuttles that I my conscious self doesn't know. Right. Yeah. We had, we had a really good six. conversation. You helped me work out a lot of stuff, by the way. 
I'm so glad that I could help. I'm all a lot of my per, therapeutic skills are a lot better when I'm blacked out too. I'm just an overall per, better I, human being when I'm blacked out. Per, can I just say your outfit very much matches the vibe that we're having right now? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Do you like the cod piece? I thought I pumped it up a little bit too much, but I really oh, I thought that was to, natural. I yeah. mean it. I mean it is. You just that's I mean, like it Ferengi size right there. That's it is natural, but there's like an outer layer that you can kind of not pump up, but like make just kind of mold. It's like an amplifying. You said pump. It's up. not you amplifying sure it's not anything. Like, you sure you it's said, not just like a an airbag that gets like slotted in? No, no, no like a bladder, no. like an air. If bladder. anything, it's accentuating. It's showing. Right. Uh, you know. Well, but could I borrow one of those? Because I was thinking of going down to that planet and maybe experiencing what it's like to live in a matriarchal society and um, maybe maybe being like a love. You're selling those, oh, right? For, no, no. This this is just for me. This is an exclusive, an exclusive Lewis. What? It's my new clothing brand. That's just for me. It's called Lewis. Oh, I like uh, that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. How do I get one? You don't. It's just for me. I just said it's just for me. Per, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. I'm looking at the tag but here. I you sh- took out I the vowels. To, I should be able to buy something from you. Whenever you're wearing something, I can buy it from you. No, that's. I'm not just a piece of meat. I'm not like a a mannequin. I this these are my clothes. Per, I mean, you granted, remember, I got them from somebody else, but they're mine now. Per, you remember uh, last week when you were wearing a shirt that that said like property of pert lewis and i was mm-hmm. like that's dope shirt and you're like yeah i have 50 of them you want to buy one yeah uh-huh that was like a that was a bit that was like a brand that was that was pert see i have two different brands there's pert <laughs> and then there's lewis lewis is just my own personal clothing that's in my closets and then pert is the stuff that people think that i wear that they want to buy because i wear it that makes oh, sense. Guys, hold on. They're cracking open the, the door. Computer, replicate like 30 chairs right in front of the door. <laughs> uh, okay. Computer, uh, personal force field. Thank you. Great. I, I want to risk getting sick. If I'm yeah, not sick in the enterprise, I can't Same risk right. getting sick. Uh, computer, replicate mask with face on it. Mask with the my face on it. I think I'm just going to get it because my immune system, you know, it's like three times stronger. So I should probably just, I think I yeah, should just go Worf, ahead and get it out Worf of the way. Got it. He got knocked out. Yeah, yeah. but that's, he's Klingon. They actually he's also got like, sneeze. Yeah, really he's got sensitive. the Klingon sneeze, which you know is no I heard joke. that from deck eight. Yeah, it's pretty loud. It, it rumbled my room. Oh, my <laughs> hands are just so cramped up from holding that door. Can you fetch my bag right there? It's right next to you yeah, yeah, and yeah, take yeah, that yeah. crystal Here. ball out. Yeah. What, what is this? Oh, it's what just is a, that? It's this thing I found on the planet. When I'm just gonna, it just it's it feels really good when you put your hands on it. Ooh, see and how same. it turns colors. Ah, it feels nice. Oh, it feels oh my good. god! Feels yeah, you want to try it, Tom? Yeah, yeah. Tom, get it, guys. Here. Real quick, I I just did a quick uh, like search of like local news because I wanted to find out how quick I might be able to sit in a chair just to figure yeah. out what's going on. No, Maybe fine. like data is needed down there, kind of a thing. It seems yeah, like yeah. 50 people just died, like just now. From like a virus? Yeah, was it the virus? No, they were like, it was like, there was a room inside and they had 50 people cleaning the room. I don't know why yeah. they had so many people cleaning what? it. Yeah. But there was like, some something went off, they died. Huh. Yeah. What else can I let put get, on Let me this get it thing. on that crystal ball. Yeah, okay. no, yeah. Crystal ball. 
Yeah, go Ooh. for it. Ooh. Oh, the, your yeah. little, there's another news update I see on your pad here. Well, there's, yeah, you get a little notification. Oh my gosh, the first responders who came in to look to look after those 50 people all just got vaporized. That's it so like massages your hand and like yeah. heats it, but cools it at the same time. It's, it's like the perfect nice. little thing, isn't it? Can I put it on? Yeah. My, can I like put it? Can I sit on it? <laughs> you can do whatever. I think it's just like a multi-use thing. You can do whatever thing. you need to do with it. Because I'm looking for a butt warmer for my room, and this is kind of like a cool. I would just say take thing. it. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna try it out. Oh. oh my god! Wow, that feels incredible. So no, good. you can't come in. You can't. We're sick. We're dying, right? Like, if you come in, you'll, you'll be worse. <laughs> okay, that scared them off. We're good. Computer, uh, I, I don't want to see the bottom of this Mai Tai, by the way. Just just keep replicating more. <laughs> Bottomless Mai Tais. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go I'm gonna go over into this corner and do some push-ups in case I got to be the guy who's yeah, I don't you know, think in the chair. Happen. So I just don't. I think it's gonna happen. I'm um, gonna go get into my floaty and float out to sea. So I'm just gonna out. keep my. I'm just gonna keep doing this. Like every time I like. Uh, 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 feels so Looks like there's a massacre going on down there. Horrible. This is really matriarchal society. It's so just who knows. Those vicious creatures. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's uh, let's let's rate this thing. Let's rate this yeah. uh, holodeck content. Let's do it. I like that they went out of the way to create a set or whatever, like a snow set. But like, we're not gonna go in there. It's just gonna be from the hallway. <laughs> I don't know why this like blew my mind so much, but seeing Picard get hit with a snowball, but then have actual water on yeah. his uniform. It gave me the feeling like you know when you see an animal or a cat in a movie and you're like that's a re- like that's a real thing that can't really be controlled and anything can happen when I saw that stain on his shirt I was like that's a real stain and it doesn't look like they made it for the show it looks like a real ass stain yeah. that got on there somehow there's, there's like somebody bought this on auction I'm sure a uniform with a stain from this episode <laughs> and it's hanging in their closet and somebody's like oh Ooh, what happened to that Star Trek uniform? It's like, no, it's actually on purpose. It's yeah, uh, snowball. It's the only thing. time it ever happened. <laughs> yeah, that was that was Picard's snowball uniform. I guess uniform? it feels weird because yeah. I've never seen a stain on a Star Trek uniform ever. Yeah, it's, it's happened. Has but it? I get what you're saying. <laughs> okay. I get what you're saying. Because usually they're kind of hole. impervious. Like stuff gets thrown at it, and it's like, Just, what? Yeah, yeah. This whole scene, uh, the beginning of it and then the end of it. But the beginning of it with, with Wesley and his friend just being like, yeah, we're going skiing. And, they're and weird then they like, jump into the snow and immediately throw like a snowball into the other kid's face. It's yeah. just like... <laughs> the, kid, the holodeck program is just like, fuck these can. kids. I'm going to engineer a virus and kill them. Yeah, what? A, where did the virus come from? Did it come from in there? It's not I don't know. clear. But when, when, they, when they come out of the holodeck and Picard and Worf have been hit by the snowball. Incredible. And Picard goes, what's that smell? And Worf is just like, smells like Klingon something, blah, 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 blah. And then you look at <laughs> Wesley and Wesley's like, no. I'm like, is that shit. like Klingon weed? 
Were they like smoking <laughs> weed in there? And that was going on. <laughs> like, what are you kids doing in there? We're skiing, right? And his friend's like, "Yeah, totally." We're yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, that's totally. what we're felt. Skiing. Yeah, felt like weed. Yeah, I mean, it was <laughs> virus. Hundred percent. That's. I mean, we've already established canonically that Wesley does go in there to smoke weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you doing there? So, boy, <clears throat> <laughs> just skiing, man, Wesley. Yeah. Wesley's like, I'm just skiing. Wesley, it's an empty holodeck. There's, there's no, no program. There, there's no program running. It was there. <laughs> I just there. turned it off like right before you came in. Like right before you came in. You're Wesley, not wearing you're your skiing your outfit. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm getting really anxious. Just shut up. Don't tell me, mom. <laughs> it's also very strange that they were throwing, like they were running out of the holodeck and like, were they testing it out they're like well, do you think if i throw a snowball out of the holodeck it would like <laughs> yeah let's i feel try like it. they were waiting for picard they were like yeah. all right here, there he is go. Dude, they were definitely <laughs> they were definitely high first yeah. of all and they were yes. waiting for the next person to round the corner they were going to throw a snowball at they had no clue it was going to be picard they were, like, i love to they just saw like a shoulder they're like yes <laughs> I love to imagine they were super high yeah. in the holodeck and they're like, dude, you know what be sick right now? Let's ski. We should ski right now. <laughs> like, ski. computer, could you ski program one, please? <laughs> and then they're we just know? fucking high playing in the snow. Yeah. Turns out it's a it's a trip. It's a school trip or something. Where's a teacher? Yeah, I think there's a mention of that from Crusher, but it's just, again, yeah. it's just so... We've tried to figure it out. It's just completely. You know what? I'm I'm a conspiracy theorist. It was the holodeck. It was engineered in the holodeck. Holodeck is the enemy. Yeah, holodeck. Is no, the enemy. you know what it is to me. You know what I think it is. This is my conspiracy. Wesley Crusher is smoking dope, right? And <laughs> Beverly Crusher <laughs> finds out that he's getting high off this Klingon weed, so she makes this virus. Oh, and to teach Wesley a lesson. Yeah, but then it gets out of hand on her, and she's like, "I don't I actually don't know how to cure this. I thought I did, but I don't." Um, because <laughs> the Arrested Development thing. Fuck, yeah, fuck, 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 and that's why you don't smoke Klingon <laughs> yeah. weed. It's a dude with one arm. <laughs> What's that guy's name? <laughs> 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 like, yeah, like how every ship has a ship's counselor. There's also like a guy. A that's why you don't guy. And that's. Why- <laughs> Oh yeah, that's uh, that's Lieutenant Commander Dotson. He uh, he mostly he just like I've seen him recently. I I accidentally flipped a face converter into a different plasma conduit, and he teaches you're not people lessons. That. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't have he does he only have one arm? Oh my god, it's bleeding! Why is it bleeding? And then he turns around, and he's like, "And that's why you don't gossip." <laughs> god damn it! Damn it! Got us again, oh Lieutenant god. Commander Dotson. <laughs> All right, let's um, let's go down the chats. Dialogue. I do like the 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 uh, the Klingon aphrodisia. I don't know what that. Are one. we question? Are we yeah. raiding Picard and Warp? Yes. Oh, because the camera's not the looking. Because they're technically Didn't... not in the holodeck. Yeah, I think we are because they the, the holodeck is open. right there. Like like it's just a different camera angle. The door is yeah. open, right? As long like, as the door is open. Then it extends. Yeah. I think okay. it's canon. To if you could front, hear it the from the holodeck. Yeah, the holodeck yeah. porch, basically. Uh, like, the okay. other high kid who's hiding behind the tree is hearing this whole conversation. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> I'm going to give uh, it a five. You're giving it a five? No. <laughs> I'm 
I'm going to give it a two. Yeah. Um, nothing really stood out to me. See so that I'm it gonna, doesn't happen again or I'm whatever. I'm going to give it a, a one. Yeah. Darius? One. Romance? Zero. I mean, unless Wesley and that kid's got something going on, but I don't think so. Maybe they're... We could ship them. Moonlighting? Yeah. I'm going to say zero. Zero for me. Uh, zero. Action. Snowball. Multiple snowball events. No, there's multiple some snowball. there's some snowball actions and the way they jump into that snow, like <laughs> it's at least a three for me. Oh, I was gonna give two. it two point five. Three, two, five. What are you giving it, Dylan? A two, please. Two. Suspense, zero from me. Yeah, zero. I'm not gonna pretend there's any suspense zero. there. Camp. <laughs> Those uniforms pretty dope. The Those silver uniforms. ski uniforms. I got the three just for the uniforms, honestly. They're so wild. Yeah. Um yeah, the camp of whenever Wesley is trying to like talk to Picard and Picard's trying to not be pissed not off at Wesley, him. he's always pretty campy. <laughs> like, I want to bang your mom, so <laughs> just don't do it again. Um the camp's probably a three point five for me. Three five. I'll give it a three myself. Stakes. The zero. virus, man. We don't yeah, know, we about, don't know about the virus. virus I, know, yet. I, know, I know. I don't know shit. I know. Okay, computer, final score. Calculating. 1.17. One it's low. Very it's, <laughs> it's not the lowest. It's, it's not low. the lowest. But it's low. It's real low. It's below the Icarus factor, which oh, is wow, that the, pa- the pain stick episode. <laughs> That one bangs, man. I'm what sorry. Are we pain sticks are great. Pain stick episode is awesome. I don't know how the pain sticks got rated so low. We yeah, only gave it a hell? three for action. <laughs> Damn. We thought we thought we thought we were gonna be rating Ambo Jitsu. Okay. Yeah, we yes, did think it was gonna true. be Ambo Jitsu. And we got it would be a straight up sticks. banger if it were Ambo Jitsu. <laughs> <laughs> the, the emotional stakes of Ambo Jitsu are so high. We were let so down high. that we didn't get to. Uh, rate Ambo Jitsu. So we're like, yeah, we'll give Klingon Pain Stick something, I guess. Oh my God. Uh, we got to do a Star Trek episode. <laughs> I just realized, what? sorry. No, go ahead. I need to cosplay Ambo Jitsu. If yeah. you could do that, that's That'd incredible. Be That'd be I, I must. Sorry. I, the only, I'm next, time about we, this. next time there's a convention, Star Trek wise, that's in the area, we will cosplay. Ambo Jitsu. Oh my god. That would be dope. Um Okay. Was the Naked Time was there any holodeck stuff in that one? Naked Time? The Naked Time. That's the one where they got all space virus done memory. More alpha. space viruses? Maybe we should actually go we should go the to the route? original series. We haven't done that in a long <gasps> time. You're right. I'm down for one of them. We did. We did bad episodes. Oh, not, not from the original series. Not none for the original series. I thought we did. Let's do the naked time. Naked time. Okay. Naked time from the original series. Is that is that All literally right. what it's called? Yeah, it's called the naked time. And that's why in the lower decks when they reference it, the Shaxx, the Bazoran officer is like, it's naked time. It's naked time. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything that would have been holodeck in that? Uh Sula's running around fencing. <laughs> We're getting away from our original. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, this is what we're going to be doing. Original there's a virus in it. <laughs> we're veering a little bit. We veered a lot this season. We're remixing it. It's season four. It's, it's like Discovery. We're taking some risks and maybe it'll yeah, pay off. I'll give, I'll give you some leeway on this one. But you have to 
next episode, one of the first things we do is you have to come up with something that okay. would have probably been in the holodeck, and I want it to be a stretch. In 30 seconds. In 30 seconds, yeah. yeah. That's on me. That's on me. I know. I, yeah. This is my burden to bear. <laughs> I understand. I get it. So, I mean, another one we could do is the menagerie. You already made your bed. Naked time. Oh, I did. I made my bed. Naked All time. right. Naked time. It's Lock naked it in. time. Is naked time next answer? week. <laughs> all right. Uh, make sure to subscribe to our Instagram account and our Twitter and all of our socials. You can find uh, all of our socials on a little link tree on Instagram. That also includes a link to our Discord, which is where all the fun stuff goes down. Uh, all the yeah. partying. All the Wordle scores. All the Wordle scores. Uh, all the uh, Severance spoilers that the, the new channel the got whole created channel. for Severance whole channel. chat. Don't look um, at it if you don't want spoilers. But it's yeah. a great show. It's it's one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. So so go check that out. Dylan, have you seen Severance? Not yet. No, oh, I don't pay for Apple. So you got to watch it. Hey, how many Severance got, podcasts you can have, are there? You can sign into my Apple TV to watch Severance if you. Yeah, want. but here's the thing: it, sharing an Apple TV login is not as simple uh-huh. as sharing. Yes, it is. Ne- no, it's not though. You want? You want to know why? Why? You want to know why? You just log in. I. I'll give you my Apple my Apple ID and uh-huh. you log into your Apple TV with it and then you just switch over to my profile and it gives you Apple TV plus because I have it. <sighs> yeah, but I don't I, that's it, it, it's a whole ecosystem situation where I don't want to switch over to your profile just to go to the Apple TV Dude, thing. This is what it's happens. It's so easy though. You just hold the TV button and, and then, then you it switch fl- over. flops over from the side and then you switch over you hit their profile for I, I know but <laughs> why can't it just over? be in the app I, I, Guys, it's so, so fucking funny. easy it's, it's not. so easy <laughs> i i've done this with several people <laughs> because we all like all chromecast users and then we just yeah. been like yeah here's my login that's all you have to yeah. do with if it's, apple if, tvs right. but the it's apple tv is too integrated thing yeah it's yeah. too integrated so easy though fine it's all so right easy. give me your login i'm gonna it's, use all dude, your shit now it's worth it for severance alone okay. severance is yeah. incredible it's so okay. good can you yeah. just shit can i be a part of your little family can you just can i sh- sh- you don't pay no, for the family you have to one. have my same you have to have my same credit card on See? your apple id this it, is it a problem sucks. that sucks yeah that sucks Okay. How All far right. did we get into the credit to the outro? Halfway through. Halfway <laughs> okay. through. Intro and outro music is uh, provided by the artist Bodyline, used with permission from the Midwest Collective, and hoping that we will have a intro and outro music done by Ron Jones, Ron Jones. at some point <laughs> in the future. <laughs> the computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. Thank you, Verona. Ver- Verona. Uh, and as always, uh, Viacom CBS. Two requests. Picture streaming app. Uh, specifically searching for episodes of Star Trek. It's fucking insane and it's super impossible. Um, and two, we're just a fan podcast, so just leave us alone, please. And we have an idea for Star Trek in review at the Hollywood Bowl. Such and we also idea. have an idea for um, uh, the, the NX, NX files. files. Yeah. So just put us in charge. Here, I got an idea. Put us in charge of your streaming app and we'll find oh. developers to fix this shit and then give us a bunch of stuff. That sounds good. That's a good fair trade. Yeah. Computer and program. Oh, thanks to Lodair. Thank you, Lodair, for... for, for yeah, no, thank, thank you. <laughs> Computer and program. You spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. 
Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.